Are you sick and tired of wearing what everyone else is wearing? You know, those white Nikes, the pandas, the white and black pandas, the the PFG shorts, the the Patagonia jackets, the Patagonia shirts, the Southern Tide, all that. You know, are you sick and tired of basically looking like everyone else? Well, don't worry. I have the perfect cure and perfect event for you. Ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday, June 3rd, Holland Park, Greenville, Lawrence Road, we are going to have a pop-up market brought to you by Hyped Experience, Vintage Experiences Market, and No Man's Land Vintage from 12 to 6 p.m. So, if you're interested in stepping your freaking streetwear and stepping your overall attire up after wearing them dusty freaking Patagonia shorts and those stupid Patagonia jackets that everyone wears nowadays, come on up and level the heck up. We got some of the best pieces that you could ask for. From Looney Tunes, to Disney, to wrestling, to NHL, to NFL, to puffer jackets, to hoodies, you name it. Come on down, get dripped up, and on top of that, have a great freaking time. Come on out, have a good time. Holland Park, Greenville, South Carolina, Lawrence Road, from 12 to 6 p.m. Come on down, baby! Ladies and gentlemen, on this episode of Best of All Leading League Sports, I go ahead and bring to you guys the breakdown of the first game of the NBA Finals, the Stanley Cup Finals, which is going to happen for Game 1 tomorrow. And last but not least, we have some of the biggest transfer news going on in the world of football or soccer. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, Game 1 is officially in the books with the Nuggets taking it 104-293. And one of the biggest takeaways that I've seen from this game is how well both teams have been able to move the basketball. I mean, Bam Adebayo looked really good distributing the ball, getting looks for both um, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Vincent, Caleb Martin. They're doing. They're all doing a really good job with distributing the ball, and obviously you have Jokic and his wizardry with the uh, assist to you know Jamal Murray, and also being able to feed Aaron Gordon early in the paint. And the th that's one of the things that I feel like the Nuggets are going to do a really good job at this this series. And both teams are very good at giving the basketball away, passing the rock. Um, and they're not not in not in a turnover perspective, but. They're both really high level when it comes to passing the basketball, and uh, both teams are really, really, really um, well rounded. Obviously, with um, how they can how they can all three point shoot, and on top of that, how they can take control in the in the paint, and how they can um, create open looks for each other. And I feel like the only way that the Nuggets are probably going to keep this on is if. Aaron Gordon can stay hot in the paint early, and on top of that, continue to dominate the paint because he did a great job in the first half. Um, and then on top of that, if he can, if if he, as well as a few others such as Jamal Murray, can can create open looks for each other, I think that they're probably going to do exactly what they did in the first game, and they did a great job. Um, and for the Heat, their biggest problem was they just couldn't stop that passing. They need to be careful with how they cover 
each player. Because um, a few of the things that I saw from the game was once Jokic had the ball, sometimes they would kind of they would kind of pack they would kind of they would kind of pack around Jokic um, to make him make a mistake. But here's the thing: his passing ability is so good. He'll 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 go to the rack and then he'll make you think that he's about to shoot and he'll throw it halfway across the court to the corner and then he'll he'll just have someone drill it like Jamal Murray or um, Michael Porter Jr or just anyone in that matter um and I think for the heat the heat they definitely have the ability to win games as well I mean and I'm and there was a lot of things that were really annoying about this uh when it came to I'm um, taking a look at a few reactions on Twitter and whatnot. A lot of people said the game's already over, finals are already over. Not really, man. Um, however, the thing is, the Nuggets have such a high volume offense where they have incredible uh, court vision. Every single player who's in the starting five, uh, they can make open looks, and on top of that, they exploit the defenses that they go up against. And you know, some of their best players make it to the paint. With Jokic almost being the point center, instead of, you know, a lot of people say the point uh, forward or everything like that, but he's really good at setting up looks for his teammates. I mean, he did a great job with Jamal Murray, um, and he's he's allowing the Nuggets to finally get a little bit more comfortable. Uh, you know, since that was their first um, that was their first final game in in franchise history. And for them to get the opportunity to show how good they were uh, for the first game of the finals, I thought that was really good. And for, for the Heat, the Heat were kind of doing the same thing. I mean, they were able to distribute the ball. Uh, Adebayo was able to get good looks to, to Butler, to Lowry, to Caleb Martin. Um, and Adebayo was doing a really good really good job in the paint. And I really feel like it's going to be a battle of who controls the paint coming in this series. Because Adebayo did a great job. Um, he was the highest scoring player on the team for the Heat in Game 1. And for Jokic, it's about how he... He he gets people to space the floor, and I think for the for the Heat, they need to learn how to cover Jokic, and they really need to do they really need to do their research when it comes to every single player who's in that starting five because they know how to distribute the ball really well. But obviously, the the court general in this case is Jokic because how how he's very high level when it comes to moving the basketball around, and if he can get if he can create these open looks more and more. I think that the Nuggets are probably going to are probably going to take game 2, but I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I mean, we got to see cuz it's all about how the Heat can can slow it down a little bit on offense and on top of that how they're going to be able to read Jokic. They have to learn how to read him and and some of the other players on the court because if they can take away their biggest weapon in ball movement, they could probably win the they could probably win game 2. So the Heat just really also need to they need to switch the Nuggets like their best weapon on offense which is their high volume and their and their ball movement and they need to take that away from the Nuggets. And if they can do that, they're probably going to win game 2. But another thing too is that Caleb Martin's been coming alive. Uh, he's still doing his thing, and then uh, for for one of the things that um, we noticed that in this game is that the Nuggets held the Heat to uh, about sixty um, or sixty-five coming down into the fourth quarter, and then the the Heat were starting to kind of get a little back into it. Um, but it was the Nuggets' pace and pressure that really just cemented the game and. Uh, Caleb Martin was was not as great as he was in the first game, but he's been coming alive in the postseason, and um, they're probably going to be looking to him 
uh, to pick up the pace when Butler might may be off or Lowry may be off. But the Heat probably have a little bit of the edge when it comes to the, the three-point percentage. But they just need to make a little bit better of looks. So um, as far as that goes, I really do think that Whoever, whoever can stop each other's ball movement is going to be the team that win that wins each game because both teams have really great ball movement. Um, but anyways, guys, for this first segment, that is it. And then after that, I'm going to go ahead and break down the Stanley Cup Finals. So stay tuned for that. In need of some really cool clothing and streetwear? Well, I have the perfect place for you. Hyped Experience and No Man's Land Vintage is the perfect source for all your vintage, pop culture, and streetwear needs. Follow No Man's Land Vintage and Hyped Experience on Instagram. This is all for people who live in the upstate of South Carolina, and trust me, guys, I go here all the time, and it is incredible. They have such a variety of different kicks shirts, jerseys, everything that you want pop culture. They have old school stuff. And like I said, guys, I told my buddy Ethan, who actually runs one of these Instagram pages, guys, when you wear a piece of vintage, it's like wearing a piece of history. So come on down to these websites or on top of that, just follow them on Instagram. That is N-O-M-A-N-S-L-A-N-D-V-T-G, all one word. And on top of that, H-Y-P-E-D-E-X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E, all one word on Instagram. Now the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights are going to be squaring off game one tomorrow, Saturday, June 3rd for game one of the NHL finals as we have two of the best teams right now in hockey going up against each other with obviously two of the common goals. But let's take a look at the X factors for both of these teams. So the Golden Knights are obviously one of the best 5v5 teams on the ice when it comes to hockey as they they have had nine power play goals and two four-on-four goals along with two empty net goals. And currently they have they have 62 goals in 17 games when it comes to this 5v5 uh, type of scenario when it comes to moving the puck down the ice. And if the Panthers are going to win, they need another superstar performance from Bobrovsky, one of their best players and like one of the best defensive goalies right now in hockey right now. Um, so... Also, if the Panthers can can get Matthew to Chuck, if he can do what he's been doing as well with, with uh, moving down and obviously scoring really well. But if Carlson, who's one of the best defensive forwards in hockey for the Golden Knights, if he can, if he can uh, cut off to Chuck, personally, I think that the Golden Knights could win this matchup pretty simply. But you have to take a look at Sam Bennett as he has 11 points, 4 goals, and 7 assists. And on top of that, he's been really, really well when it comes to being the spark plug that the Panthers need. And if they can do what they've done and also have Tuchuk play a really good game as he leads Florida currently with 21 points, 9 goals, and 12 assists in 16 playoff games right now, he's done a really good job right now. And uh, personally, if he does what he's been doing so far this postseason with, with obviously doing really well, um, with the 21 points, if he can do exactly what he's been doing all season long, he could probably lead. He could probably lead the Panthers above the Knights, but the Knights are a little bit more experienced, especially with uh, Jack Eichel, who's playing in his first final eight years after he was selected by the Buffalo Sabers um, in the 2015 draft. So he's been doing a really good job, and 
Right now, he's he's been leading them with 18 points, which uh, with uh, six goals and 12 assists in 17 playoff games. He's done a really good job, and uh, it's going to be a really fun matchup. So stay tuned for the rest of the breakdowns. One of the biggest things that we've been seeing in the transfer news when it comes to the world of soccer or football is how some of the biggest stars in the world are currently linked or they're rumored to go to new clubs, such as uh, we already know that Lionel Messi is probably on his way out of Paris Saint-Germain after a very short campaign there. Um, and apparently he might be going to Saudi Arabia, whereas Kareem Benzema, um, who was one of the best players on the Real Madrid team when Ronaldo was there, along with Gareth Bale, who had 14 seasons and 24 trophies. Um, he's apparently set to maybe transfer to a team in Saudi Arabia after a 345 million euro deal in Saudi Arabia, and that's really big for them. And then on top of that, you have to take a look at um, where Kovacic might land as well because Kovacic is currently linked to or he's in talks with Manchester City obviously one of the most dominant teams in the Premier League and their run has been nothing but incredible especially with great pickups such as uh, Erling Holland, who's been absolutely incredible in the Premier League um, and for, for him he's definitely one of the best players in the world right now no doubt about it and uh, he's definitely going to be a future great and I mean he already is at, at such a young age and he's done such a great job already and um you know, when I first heard of him, I uh, didn't really take him as serious as I, as I would like to. And, you know, he's shown nothing but uh, pure class and on top of that, just uh, pure elegance when it comes to playing the game. And uh, right now, you really need to take a look at um, where some of the biggest players in Paris Saint-Germain is going to go. I mean, we already know that PSG has had a lot of big stars come in and out over the past few years. I mean, with Mbappe, who's one of the best prodigies right now in football, he's been linked to Real Madrid forever. Um, and on top of that, Neymar has been linked to Manchester United for, for a little while. Not not as long as uh, Mbappe, it feels like, but that's just always been a rumor. Um, and if, if they do go, that just that's just a huge blow to Paris Saint-Germain. And uh, I feel like Paris Saint-Germain, their biggest problem is how they how they can't execute when they have that type of talent and you know they're they've always been a pretty well-rounded team um you know when they had Zlatan Ibrahimovic um and on top of that when they had uh the likes of David Beckham um they they've always been there uh and they've had great great uh you know talent from from around the world and then on top of that you you really need to take a look at how the rest of the world is is shaping up and there's incredible transfers going left right and center and i really cannot wait to see where i really can't wait to see where the the world of uh, football or soccer goes from here because there's so many great transfers that are yet to happen that are going to happen and uh you know there's a lot of things that are going to happen in uh in in the bundesliga in La Liga, and there's, I mean, and then there's also a little bit of, of a uh, rumor considering Messi going back to Barcelona, 
And um, if, if that's the case, I mean, that'd be pretty interesting for him to go back instead of finishing his, his career in Saudi Arabia, which personally, I think if he did that, that would go to show that, um, you know, it'd be one of the best returns right now. And, um, you know, they've they've definitely had a they've definitely had a great run. And then on top of that, you have so many great players that are in um, Real Madrid and then there, you have great players in um, La Liga, especially in, in Barcelona and it goes to show that there's that there's so many big things going on when it comes to uh, transfers that are yet to happen, especially if Kovacic gets to that midfield of Manchester City. Personally, I think that's going to be yet another Premier League title as they've been doing nothing but dominate, I feel like, when it comes to watching the Premier League. Um, and obviously, you have, you have so many young players who are starting to really earn their stripes, such as uh, Vinicius Jr. in... You know, in uh, in Real Madrid, who's who's done nothing but play really well so far, um, and on top of that, you really need to look at how Manchester United is seeming to get so many targets linked to them, and uh, I feel like just with a few right moves, they're probably going to be right back into Premier League title contention. But not sure if I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm gonna go ahead and make the make the early prediction that they will win the title. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Best of All Literally Sports, and I'll catch you guys tomorrow as I upload the Combat Sports Saturday slate. So stay tuned for that, and I'll talk to you all later.